Have you ever thought about your rights and freedoms regarding your money and its impact by legislation from all levels of government? Welcome to the Information Edge with your host, Darren Yancey. Darren has over 40 years of experience in key sectors of the economy, and he's been knee-deep in politics for over a decade. He's going to get into detail on these sectors, the politics surrounding them, what they mean to you, and how you can protect yourself and be involved. Now, live from Texas, your host, Darren Yancey. All right, folks. Welcome to the Information Edge. I'm Darren Yancey. It's a wonderful, beautiful Wednesday out. You're in the United States, hopefully hearing this. You know, if you're around the world hearing it, because Voice America is a global network, welcome to the show. I uh, also like to uh, welcome a lot of the listeners I have for my Friday show that I do with Kurt Chase that are listening to us on the iHeart app, I found out recently. Uh, welcome for tuning in. We're going to cover some things today on critical race theory, race relations, and uh, I want to get into a couple of uh, what I would call positive things. And I, tr- I'm, I am an optimist. I try to look at the good from what comes out of stuff, even though we sometimes we get, um, we'll just say a lot of fecal matter thrown on us. First off, if you weren't aware of what happened yesterday, you should be because you had a lot of influence on it. And that was the defeat of SR1, which was basically the Senate's version of HR1. And as you know from listening to this show, I did a dissection on that piece of garbage. It was not designed to be a voting rights act. It was designed to be a basically um, entrenching (laughs) uh, the Democrat Party because they're the one proposing it right now where there would be effectively no fair and free elections from this point forward. It was a constitutional amendment that would have been passed off as not needing amendment, which had all kinds of problems. Well, it went down in flames yesterday with a 50-50 vote. Uh, it was a filibuster type of arrangement, so it didn't have the 60 votes. Of course, you've got people on the left right now screaming, we've got to get rid of the filibuster, and there's rules to get rid of the filibuster. Um, there's a reason the filibuster's there is to basically have open debate on questionable legislation to get those majorities in there to go through. Well, that went down, but what was interesting was some of the things that came out of it, uh, the votes of uh, Senators uh, Kristen Sinema and Senator Joe, excuse me, Senator Joe Manchin, We thought they would probably vote against the bill, but they voted for the bill. Now, there's different ways to read into this. Um, I think the fact that it was going down the filibuster path, I think the fact that it was a known commodity that it wasn't going to have the votes. I'm not certain that Senators um, Sinema and Manchin didn't vote for it to give it a face value that they were following the party lines, but there was clearly communications coming out of their offices that they were not in favor of the bill. So, I don't know that this has gone away yet, but it was a major victory um, that came out. And you know what? You had something to do with it. Your voices calling people, letting them know how bad that piece of legislation was. Um, it was important, and you should be proud of it. Another thing that's going on right now is I, li- I like to look at when we have events that sometimes just seem just awful. Is there something that's coming out of it? And I think you can go back and say covid um, With all of the issues surrounding it, real, fact, fiction, theory, we don't know. There's been a few things that have come out of COVID that we can say, yeah, we're we're learning stuff. Same thing could be applied for the presidency of Donald J. Trump. You know, back in 2015, I'll be honest with you, I was prepared to up and sell my assets and leave if Hillary Clinton had been elected president. I was going to leave. So the fact that Trump came in, the fact that he exposed a lot of things, 
Um, and the fact that the nation responded in the way it did is a positive. Now, I think, and this is theory, I can't prove this, that a lot of things that happened out of COVID were in response to his presidency to take him down and to go back on a track that we now, most of the world doesn't want to do. There's nothing wrong with having a one world society where we get along, pat each other on the back, go visit our countries, uh, say, oh, this is a great place to visit. At the same time, you can have your own sovereign nation. And what a one world government is trying to do is get rid of those, that one, get rid of that sovereign nation to be no borders and uh, someone outside of your elected representatives governing you. Well, most people around the world don't want that. And that's been loud and clear. Well, COVID has exposed some things. It's exposed lies that we've been seeing. It's exposed uh, a swamp that we didn't realize how vast and deep it was. The other thing that's come out of it is we've had an opportunity because of COVID, because of the unusual lockdowns and restrictions, to see what was actually being taught to our children in school. And that's what a lot of today's going to be about. Now, you know, most of you that keep up with me both uh, on social media, this show, the show that I do on Friday, you know, there's there's a lot of topics that I have that I, I stay in my lane on for a reason. I've got a tremendous amount of experience. That doesn't mean I don't have uh, opinions outside of it. I do. I keep up with stuff. Um, I don't address it all the time because I don't want to be Johnny come lately or look like I'm regurgitating what's going around. The reason this topic has come up, as well as the topic we covered uh, episode or two back on uh, immigration, was because of your input. Uh, I get hundreds of emails a week of people that listen to the show that say, I'd like you to talk about this. I'd like you to talk about that. Um I, I'm really hesitant to come on to the show and talk because someone might recognize my voice. It's a sad state of affairs when people are afraid to come on to a, uh, a talk radio or podcast and share their feelings, thoughts, and enthusiasms live because they think they might be basically retaliated against. We're at that point right now, but we've got to change that, and I think we can change it. But this is one of the things, the critical race theory, uh, just like immigration, was a lot of requests to have – um, my insight come out, give some research on it, what's going through. And that's what I've done today. Um, we're going to get into critical race theory. We're going to get into reparations. We're going to get into race relations in America because right now I think we're at a low point. And I, mean, I don't want to say we can't get any lower because, boy, you throw that statement out there and sure enough, something comes along that does make it lower. But I think we've reached a threshold that we've got to start putting together every effort to start liking each other again in, in ways possible. And I don't want to make this a black versus white because I don't really think that's what it is. I think this is a uh, blatant communist liberal lunacy that is trying to turn the average everyday person, regardless of their race, regardless of their skin color, regardless of their sex, against each other. And we've got to stop that. You see, America is a nation. It's a great nation, Okay. At its worst, it's better than any other nation out there. But let's be honest, we've had some ugly along the way, okay? If you go to my website today, informationedge.net, I put out basically a prefix of what the show was going to be about and about banning critical race theory. Uh, this is an assault on right now, it's on American youth, but really it's on white America, okay? And that's got to stop. It's just got to stop. It, and I will tell you something. If you look at the tenets and you pull up critical race theory, and I'm not going to go into the, I'm not going to define it because you know what it is. It's the teaching that America is racist from its beginning and anti-white and all that crap that goes with it. And all I would say is if you can go in and, and take 
the definitions you'll find on critical race theory and take the word white out and put the word black in, if you get uncomfortable with it, that means it's racist, regardless of what adjective of colors in front of it. And that's the challenge that we've got right now is we've got to get away to this black and white and, and we are this. The reality is America is a great big melting pot. We've got all kinds of folks, but I'm kind of... I think we need to sit back and have a historical look. Look, we've had some some ugly. When we came over, the first people that came over from Europe were religious persecuted families. My family goes back to the 1620s. We changed our name for Pete's sake because the king of France was hunting down Huguenots and wiping them out. That's how my family came over. So did other families. Were atrocities committed with the Native Americans to conquer this land? The answer is yes. But that's what was done at that period of time. And if it didn't happen, we're not having this conversation today. Is it a sin that America committed? Yes, it is. Has there been certain restitutions with the Native Americans? Yes, I have. I think so. And they've got opportunities now that they didn't have before. And we've closed that chapter. But guess what? It wasn't just Native Americans. We know we've had issues with slavery with black Americans. But you know what? Um, the Chinese were persecuted. They were treated horribly when they came over as immigrants. So were Irish Americans, which is some of my ancestor on my uh, on my father's side. So, you know, there's been a lot of folks that have been treated poorly. We forget about the Industrial Revolution, how horribly children were treated in child labor. And guess what? You know, in certain parts of the world, that still goes on today. Look at the, the brand of apparel that you're wearing. A lot of those places use child labor. You nearly need to know what you're wearing. So these are things, yes, we've had these issues, but we're a nation of conscience. And when you're a nation of conscience, you progress, you change. Some things are willing, some things are not. You look at the labor union movements, which was another, go back to that child labor and you go back to all those horrible things. Unions came out of blood. But you know what? They were for the betterment of the country. Now we realize it is a great part of it today. I don't like everything that unions do, but you know what? They're a great part. They represent what the American people, the middle class can be. That's how we built this wonderful middle class. So there's some things that we have to grow in conscience on. Right now, all the critical race theory is saying whitey is bad. And that's the wrong thing to do that. And they're saying, well, we're basing it on slavery. Let me tell you something, folks. Slavery has been around for thousands of years. Um, the African kings sold their own into slavery. But you know what? They're not the only ones. Uh, there have been white slaves all over the place. Um, the Jews were slaves. I mean, slavery's been out there. So to persecute the United States continuously for a decision that was made that we fought a civil war over, over 600,000 Americans died. Destruction of white families because we had brothers upon brothers and fathers upon fathers, everybody wiping each other out. The South was burned. That sin was paid for in blood. That doesn't mean everything was wiped clean. There were some mistakes made and legislation had to come in years afterwards. But what my point is, how much longer are we going to sit here and have this discussion and blame each other on race? It has to stop. And that's part of what I'm going to talk about today, because it's time we put together some realities of here's what's happened. Here's where we are. And here's where we could go, because I'm part of a generation. I can tell you something 30 years ago. We pretty much had racism gone. Opportunities were there. We had it well enough where we could sit down with our uh, brothers and sisters of other colors and have discussions and laugh and poke fun at each other. And we didn't have this woke problem where everybody got offended. Just what come out of your mouth.
All right, folks, we're up against a hard break. You're listening to Darren Yancey. I'm on the Information Edge podcast today, and we're talking critical race theory. We're going to pay a few bills. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. Show host Sharon Kleiner interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleiner Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to the Information Edge with Darren Yancey. To reach the program today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to darren at darrenyancey.com. Now, back to the Information Edge. All right, folks, this is Darren Yancey. Welcome back to the Information Edge. And we are talking race and critical race theory. Now, in case you're Rumpelstiltskin, and you have been uh, sleeping under a rock, and you don't know what critical race theory is. Effectively, it is going back to when we started coming over in the 1600s that everything was done to oppress anything that is not white. Okay? Now, when the people that came over, they were coming over from religious persecution. They had their beliefs. They had their ways. They did things. There may have been oppressive acts, okay? But there was not a legitimate intent to oppress everything. There was a, we want to do it. And unfortunately, during certain times that if you didn't go along, then you, things happened. Fortunately, the nation grew. But if, you, if you're one of these people that thinks today that right now that the white race is here to oppress any race other than the white race, it's pure crap, okay? Matter of fact, I'll call you right now. You're a moron. And you're part of the problem because you are the racist. I'm going to throw it out there. Okay, let me tell you something. White people do not wake up and think, 
oh, what can we do today to oppress blacks and Hispanics and Asians and pink and purple hippos or, or anything else that ain't white? <laughs> uh, folks, we don't do it, okay? I'm not saying there wasn't a time. That time went away about five decades ago. And how long are we going to continue to beat this drum? The reality is we don't care what color you are. Let me tell you what I care about, okay? I, I, I've got some, some uh, we'll call them people of color, okay, living in my neighborhood. You know what I worry about? Do they have a better riding mower than mine? Are they going to keep their lawn good? Fact, other than that, I don't care. I don't care. Um, I grew up having a lot of black friends and a lot of Hispanic friends because I was kind of growing up. I was on the lower end of the income scale. We all kind of hung out. We had fun. We played sports. I will tell you, my black friends despise critical race theory because there's that critical race theory promotes that if you are black or anything other than white, that whitey's going to keep you down. You know, you don't have any chance to succeed at anything that you're oppressed. Oh, and by the way, government must come in here and, and correct that. It's garbage. And it's being taught in our schools around the nation. That is one of the things I'll say is the benefit that came out of COVID because what happened with COVID is effectively what we did is we woke up and we said, hey, uh, we've got a problem. And that problem is our teachers are basically communist pigs teaching our kids that they suck and that America sucks. I don't know how we uh, this allowed was allowed to happen. It doesn't matter. we got to fix it. Okay. Now, several episodes back, I did what we called the building blocks of politics, which was how to go in and start running for certain types of local, county, um, municipal positions, because right now those have been infiltrated by communists, and we got to get them out. That's where CRT started, okay? And this is where you've got to get in front of who makes a decision on this. Now, from a political standpoint, the big power is you get your governor on your side and make have your governor make a decree like Ron DeSantis has done. Uh, my governor, Mr. Wannabe, is following up, but the, the bill he signed needs a little more work. They're going to do a special session. It's not quite there, but we'll get one in Texas. It needs to be banned around the United States because I can promise you the federal government's not going to do squat. And it starts with the, the state boards. Now, right now, what you're seeing happening, okay, and you can go and do an internet search for um, basically school board meetings on CRT, and you're going to get a plethora, a plethora right now of really pissed off parents of all colors just absolutely handing the school boards their backsides, okay? Now, remember, a school board answers to the State Board of Education. The State Board of Education answers to the governor. So if you want to make it fast, go to your governor. Okay. Now, a lot of these states that are big problems were they are supposedly blue states. I'm not certain anymore. One of the things that also has come out of 2020 is I think we have to go back and there's certain elections we need to, to go back and question. I go back and question the 2012 reelection of Barack Obama. He had one of the worst four year terms on record comparable to Jimmy Carter. How he got reelected, I could not figure it out. Now I think I understand what happened. 
I think there was a little bit of dominioning going on out there. Can't prove it, but I'm certainly suspicious of it. So I think there's there's more people in the United States, in the counties out there, um, regardless of what you call yourself politically, that are center-right, that want certain traditional things. So if you can't go to your governor because your governor's a liberal loon and you can't get to your school board, or excuse me, your state board of education, then you go with those school boards. We're seeing a lot going on in Virginia right now. Some of the best posts coming out of social media are coming out of Virginia. Matter of fact, there was one last night in Loudoun County that was so uh, emotional that they shut it down. They said it, it, it was no longer a public meeting. Matter of fact, even people got arrested. And you might want to go, well, I don't know if I want to be arrested. Well, you better, you better stop thinking something. You know, are you, what, how far are you willing to go to save your country? How far are you willing to go to be sure that your child is not brainwashed and that 20 years from now, it's not the United States of America, it's the communist states of America? Because, folks, that's where we're going if we don't make these changes. That's why I, I feel very positive seeing people have woken up. We thought we were awake in 2010 when Barack Obama came in, who I still think is the worst president that ever came on, although Joe Biden's giving him a run for his money. The difference is, is Barack is he we had, uh, I think, excellent race relations. And I think the country was headed in the right direction until Barack and Michael came in and effectively decided, no, let's just stir up another new pot because it's not been the same since he came in. And we're going to deal with that until that man is basically barred from public life. Not sure what it's going to take to do that. So what do you do? You need to keep doing what's happening right now. Go before those school boards. Go before your state boards of education. Wear on your governors because critical race theory must be banned. Bottom line is we cannot be teaching. Number one, we can't be teaching uh, blacks and other minorities that they don't have any chance. They don't have any opportunity. That the white man is basically their enemy at every turn. All that does is sow seeds of division. At the same time, think of what you're doing to the image, the self-image of young white youth. You're painting them as some type of god-awful person, which they're not. A lot of this stuff that comes through is from white guilt that liberals have been planning on them for the last two decades. It has to stop. You don't have anything to be ashamed of. You've not done anything wrong. And the issues that we've had in the past are in the past. That's why we move forward. If you go to the blog site today, informationedge.net, one of the things that I put out there, since everybody seems to think that um, whitey's against anybody other than a white person, I thought it would be nice to put out some precedents that have happened since the Civil War. You know, that war where 600,000 plus Americans died. Families were split up permanently. An area of the United States was just absolutely destroyed. I remember this because I, I actually, I had people that had been part of it and I was part of their generational stuff. So if you go to that page and you start going down, you'll see legal improvements in the black community. And oh my goodness, there are loads of them. And you need to go in there and read them because you've been given the impression that since the Emancipation Proclamation that um, Jim Crow's been around and was never stopped. Now, I will tell you, Jim Crow, the, the Jim Crow laws, they were wrong. That's 150 years ago. 
They don't exist, haven't existed for almost 90 years. Our country has progressed. The biggest steps, obviously, the 60s, Civil Rights Act. That's where really I think some of it was the key things where we finally had to deal with all of that issue from the past 100 years and move forward. And I think we've moved forward dramatically. But if you go in there and you read I mean, we're talking about just (laughs) loads and loads of things that we've done to increase opportunity, not only for blacks, but for other minorities, for women as well. We've had judicial rulings, one after another after another, both at state levels, at district levels, at the Supreme Court levels, each time to improve gaps that were there that might have been hurting the black community or other minorities or women. So when people come out and simply say um, critical race theory, y'all are just wrong and, and, and you're just terrible, not only does it kind of prove that the lobotomized can still communicate, it is based on an absolute ignorance of all the good things that have come since we've had the Civil War. It is basically rejecting that there's been any improvements. How stupid do you have to be to be that closed-minded? Well, believe it or not, there's a generation. Most of them are white liberals. I would say the majority of them are white liberal women. And if you're one of them, feel free to call the program. Uh, There's a name for them. We call them Karens. And there's a boatload of them out there that just think that, well, I just can't believe I was white and born in America this time. We've done all these things wrong. We just have to do everything. And they make you want to puke up your toenails. The great thing about uh, Karens (laughs) is there's a lot of voices that combat them. We're going to talk about that because right now we're up against a hard break. You're listening to the Automotive Edge Radio. Good Lord, Automotive Edge Radio Show. For those of you listening to the Friday show, that's the name of that show. This is the Information Edge. Sorry, I get my wires crossed sometimes. We're going to take a quick break, pay some bills. I'm going to slap my head around a little bit, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are listening to the Information Edge with Darren Yancey. To reach the program today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to darren at darrenyancey.com. Now, back to the Information Edge. All right, folks. Welcome back to the Information Edge podcast. I'm Darren Yancey. We've been talking about critical race theory, why it's got to go away. And there's a lot of activity right now. Again, I would encourage you to do some searching on the internet, uh, put in there critical race theory, school board meetings, and I'm telling you, it's going to pull up a wonderful lot. So it, it, what's happened is out of the negative that has been COVID, we've had positive come through it and that we're awake. Awake better than ever before, because even though I think the nation was waking up in 2010, I don't think it was as awake as it was now because we didn't realize the level of corruption and the level of basically commitment that the communists will go to take over our country. CRT is a big part of it. Change the youth, change how they feel, make them have no patriotic sense of duty to this nation, and it's easy to make them become Marxists. That's why people are fighting back right now. So if you're in one of these communities, if your governor has not declared it, basically banned. And if you can't get any traction with your state board of education, go to your school boards. Bottom line is those school boards are elected by you. You can change them. You can get rid of them. I'd say start at the top with your governor, governor, state board of education, school boards, because we've got to get it out. And we've got to get it out now because all they're doing is planting the seeds for another civil war. And nobody wants that. We've talked a little bit about some of the legal improvements. I'm not going to list them. They're on the site and they are, basically numerous because that's one of the stupidity um, 
factors of anybody that supports CRT. It's like, well, it's a, here's what it is. CRT is basically akin to a false guilt. It's like me putting a Japanese baby at responsibility for emotional and financial stress for something that their forebearers did when they bombed Pearl Harbor. That's just how stupid CRT is. Okay. And again, if you're a CRT supporter, you're a moron. You're part of the problem. Could be in problem, be part of the solution. So while we're on the topic of race, let's go uh, just something also people need to know. The Small Business Administration, their 8A program, it's targeted to benefit blacks and other minorities and women to get their businesses off the ground. Oh, and by the way, they'll give you loads of guides on how to federal contract and get money. Gee, that doesn't sound racist. By the way, President Trump's Opportunity Zones was targeted at the black community. One of the best ways ever that came out to help blacks get in, get businesses and start to build wealth. So while there may have been some holes, there's been an effort to fill those holes. So stop with this systemic racism crap. If you believe in that, you're a, you're just a nut. Now, the problem is we still got poverty pimps, race pimps and liberals out there pumping the topic of reparations. And while that's happening, we got the rise of racism and segregation against white America. And it's not good because believe it or not, white America is still the majority out there. And you can only, you can only slap them with a bucket load of fecal matter so many times. And then they start getting a little mad and we don't want it to reach that. But reparations, there's no, there's no more toxic a topic that I can think about. Okay. And uh, gets my black friends hopping mad as well. And I got to tell you something. There's a load of problems with reparations. But I want to talk about something that actually got me thinking on this just this week. Um, The state of New York has come out with a cannabis law. And the link is on the blog site. And it's actually a pretty good law. It's basically it's kind of a blueprint for other states to follow, to federalize, to go back, expunge, and get rid of the criminalization that's happened with cannabis. I like the bill with one exception. Per the article, this is use of funds, and I'm reading from this article that's on the site. Besides legalizing adult personal use of cannabis and drastically downgrading penalties for illegal use, the MRTA, that's the name of the bill, aims to create and regulate a new cannabis market on principles of social justice. Uh Uh-oh. Its goal is to channel tax revenue into communities of color, which were most affected by decades of marijuana enforcement, and give them opportunities to create thriving businesses. Some people have actually called it a reparations bill, and in some ways it is. That's where you lost me. Okay? Let me tell you something, folks. If you don't think poor white trash hadn't been out there selling uh, marijuana for the last five decades, you're a moron and you're part of the problem. Start being stop being part of the problem and learn how to be part of the solution. My problem with this bill is, so I guess if you're white and you're in New York and you're following this program, you get left out because you're white. Folks, there's a reason the Civil Rights Act came out and, and all these little laws came out. We call this reverse discrimination because it's now discrimination against white people. But the reality is it's still illegal to do that. You can't do it. I loved everything about the bill until they put that crap in there. New York, go back and work that out. 
recently we saw where federal funds were being um, not so much directed to, but being relieved from farmers of color on loan forgiveness, but specifically excluding, I mean specifically excluding white farmers. This past week, a federal judge in Wisconsin halted the process. And said, mm, there's a problem with that. The Biden administration claims this program was intended for decades of prior discrimination accessing the programs at the USDA. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but if there was discrimination at the USDA and you truly had black and other farmers, Mexican farmers, that could not get access to those programs, uh, I don't want to give money away. I want to have those particular people prosecuted and go to freaking jail. You know, one of the biggest reasons people are mad in this country, nobody goes to jail. And if people don't start going to jail, you're going to start having violence on levels that we're not prepared to handle. If that was true, put them in jail, make an example of them, throw away the key and say that's never going to happen again. There are specific issues with reparations. Okay. Number one, they make no assumption of any admission of the issue. In other words, that there were issues out there of race, that there were issues out there of inequalities and disadvantage and disenfranchisement. We talked about it. We fought a civil war over it. There's been multiple laws come out. There's been multiple legal um, rulings that have come out. So to simply say that reparations isn't addressed is, is stupid. It also assumes no efforts have been made to, to improve the issue. Again, go back and look at the blog and look at all the things that are out there. It also opens the door for new reverse racism policies to be established. I just gave you two examples, and there are loads more. It also opens the door for, well, if they can get money, what about our issues? Folks, the Chinese and the Irish were slaughtered in building during the, the railroads and the Industrial Revolution. Child labor. I mean, where does it end? Okay. Current Americans have no legal or moral responsibility to go back and correct the black eyes of our nation's past because we've already done it. Whether it's been done to some liberal lunatic standard that is one that is basically orbiting Pluto is not your problem. Let me repeat it. It's not your problem. What you need to do is be sure you're the best person out there and be sure that, that we don't repeat the issues of the past. That's where the biggest problem gets into is right now you've got people trying to rewrite the past. Okay. Well, if you rewrite it and you can't relive it, that's a problem. We don't want things like that to happen. And right now there's segregation. It's rising again, but I got to tell you something. It's against the white community. I've been seeing this and it's in social media. Okay. It's liberals trying to influence people of anything other than white to suppress whitey jobs where being white will exclude you from the application process. Folks, that's discrimination. Politicians. Can we say, Lori, I look like a fish, Lightfoot in Chicago, refusing to grant interviews to the white press. Off color jokes about white people openly put out on social media that would be banned if we took out the person white and we put any other color description in it. Now, look, I got thick skin. Doesn't bother me. The fact of the matter is 
I got a pretty good sense of humor. But you shouldn't have two standards. If something's unacceptable for one race, it should be unacceptable for the others. I'm curious how they're going to deal with the discrimination lawsuits that are going to follow. I mean, I've seen, I've actually seen stuff on, on LinkedIn and other social media for jobs basically saying, uh, why do you don't apply? And I'm blown away every time I see it. Absolutely blown away because effectively that's telling me, number one, you didn't learn anything at all from the toe stubbings we've done in the past. And that you're so freaking stupid that you think what you're doing right now is responsible, that it somehow eliminates social injustice. All you're doing is creating the same injustice, the same oppression for white people that you're saying people of color have and are suffering by. How do you reconcile that, Karen? You don't. This is when I say the lobotomized have learned how to communicate. There are people out there with no brains or a part of a brain that somehow that defective liberal gene survived. And it's got to stop. It absolutely has to stop. All right, folks, we're up against another hard break. You're listening to the Information Edge podcast. I'm Darren Yancey. You're listening to the Voice America Radio Network, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. 
speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are listening to The Information Edge with Darren Yancey. To reach the program today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to darren at darrenyancey.com. Now, back to the Information Edge. All right, folks, welcome back to the Information Edge. We're talking about critical race theory. We're talking about race relations, reparations, whole nine yards of race. And uh, my show producer today reminded me of a trailer that's out there. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of a basically fits in with the whole topic. Karen, the movie. Now, obviously, if you don't know what a Karen is, a Karen is basically a white liberal woman who feels that she knows what the black community and other minorities need in terms of protecting themselves. In other words, they're, they're the big part of the problem out there. Uh, they've been allowed to feel, oh, a degree of guilt for some of America's past discretions, and they feel that we must get out and we just must take care of all those underprivileged black children and everybody else because we're just white. We've just done it all wrong. <laughs> you know what they are. You can go find them on the Internet. Well, there's actually care in the movie. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to send him a bill for promoting it. And uh, I watched the teaser and, and laughed my fanny off. And I might actually go spend some money to watch it. But that's part of the problem. Okay. White liberal America is a big part of the problem. And they've influenced all types of folks to make these changes. You know who's teaching CRT out there? White liberal teachers. As a matter of fact, I uh, watched something on social media today in Texas uh, a Texas teacher, because she knows it's about to be banned at the state level, has made comments to the effect that she's not going to follow the ban, that her and other teachers have to be strong and get the message out anyways. Um, I can tell you this, my message to her is you will not be employed as a teacher long in Texas, and I hope every other state follows this because we have to get rid of this, folks, okay? We, we've had, we've bumped our toes. We've made issues, and we've dealt with them. Again, whether we've dealt with them to Karen's level of approval is not the point, and it's not important. We dealt with them. We got to move on, okay? We simply have to move on. Here's the reality. Okay, like right now, Juneteenth, making it a federal holiday. There was some uh, a bunch of uh, ballyhoo over it. I don't, I don't really know what the ballyhoo is. I'm going to tell you something. For most of my youth, and really until a, as a young adult, I already thought it was a national holiday. I swear to God. Um, again, I had a lot of black friends, and we knew on the 13th of June, we knew it was the Emancipation Proclamation Day, and they had a friend. They were not going to be available that day. It was common knowledge. Practice. Fine. Who cares? I didn't have a problem codifying it. Probably should have been done a long time ago. To make an issue out of it is ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Let's move past this. And we got to start playing the race card. we got to start playing the race card, create solutions. There was another social media post of another white liberal woman teaching music, talking about how classical music is racist. Classical music. Okay, Karen, 
if that's how you justify your existence by running back everything to racism, you're a moron. You're part of the problem and you're not the solution. Stop being the problem. Start being a problem, part of the solution. Okay. Do we have to label all art with preferred offense? I was watching major league the other night and it had a rating culturally insensitive material. Really? Have you watched major league? We've reached that point of insane. Where does it stop? Do we, do we need another civil war? I personally don't want one. We've got to get past this. You know, my generation, I'm, I'm a little older than most of you. Um, we worked hard in the 70s and 80s to eliminate discrimination and to eliminate racism. Okay. We had a song called We Are the World. All kinds of people put together on that. Different colors, different races, different sexes. It was a great song. We had things like Farm Aid. We had things like Live Aid. And we were able to make movies about race and laugh our asses off over it. We have to get back to that. You have to have a sense of humor. You have to have the ability to forgive. And you have to have the ability to love because it makes all the difference in the world. If you haven't seen Blazing Saddles, I encourage you to see Blazing Saddles. Now, I also encourage you to see it unedited and we're all of the proper, all the language. There's language in there that some of y'all are going to go, oh my God, they're using that word. Yes, they are. Because there was a time when it was used in that context. We can sit back and go, yep, yep, and laugh about it. We got to get back to that. See, somehow we've forgotten we're Americans, regardless of color. That means put the past in the past, learn, love, and forget about it, but leave it in the past. And I'm going to tell you right now, we've got to get back to creating solutions. Barack Obama became president to change this nation in a path that no one saw. We've been divided as a nation since then. A lot of it has been based on race, on issues that had not existed for over 20 years. You can't tell me that people were out there being oppressed and all of a sudden this man comes in and oh, we have to bring it to light. It was creating a mental visual of oppression that doesn't exist. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we have loads and loads and loads of successful blacks and Hispanics and Asians and everything other than white people in America. Oh, and guess what? We have successful white people, too. And it's OK if a white person is successful, just as it's OK for everybody else to be successful. Do you know that white people want our non-white neighbors and citizens successful, you know why we want them successful? We want them out there investing in homes. We want them helping to invest in the school communities. We want them helping to pay taxes. Because that is the backbone and the existence of America. That's how we built this great nation. The suburbs, we don't see color. The inner cities have been seeing color, and that's got to change. If all you see when you read a classic or you see a piece of music or you see a statue 
is, oh my goodness, that person is racist and we must eliminate it. You are the racist. You're part of the problem. You're not part of the solution. Stop being the problem, Karen. Pull down your crown and start being part of the solution. We cannot teach one set of people that they're going to be oppressed their entire life and they're going to be impressed, oppressed by another set of people and not sow seeds of division. It cannot be done. The human psyche has had lots and lots of experiments done on it, and we know this one for a fact. What they're teaching in critical race theory is designed for one purpose and one purpose only, to sow the seeds of division and keep us apart. But guess what? We're going to rise above that. Why? Because America is the greatest nation on God's green earth. Why? Because we've got wonderful loads of people, white, black, brown, all different colors out there that want to make this great melting pot work. And right now, they're out there fighting for it. What you've got to do is decide what is your cause? What is your position? What are you willing to do to make this wonderful, beautiful country a better place? Folks, it's been a pleasure bringing this message to you today. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's been educational. I hope it has uh, made you think a little bit. And I hope it's been a little bit of an entertainment because that's what it's designed to be. And each and every week, I'll bring you another message. You've been listening to the Information Edge podcast. I'm Darren Yancey. We've been on the Voice America Radio Network. And God willing, and the creek doesn't rise again, I'll be back next week. Have a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in to the Information Edge. Please join your host, Darren Yancey, again next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have more to share then. 